0: What the? You One, two, what the
1: flick? flick? <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Hello and welcome to What the Flick, an IfGo podcast dedicated to everything film and the Ottawa art scene join co-hosts and Norris-Chark and Cheryl a Seat on this inaugural episode when they talk to Nina McAvoy, aka Crimson Willow, about art, creativity and witchcraft.
0: Yeah, I just uh, just did a movie with Dennis not too long ago. Oh, nice. Oh. So he's
2: still shooting?
0: Yeah. Uh, probably not right now. We kind of put things on hold. We were supposed yeah. to meet, like, literally the weekend the world went away, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that didn't happen and we haven't really connected since. So uh yeah, there's gonna be six in a series in total. Uh focusing on my witchcraft.
1: Oh That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, That's cool.
0: Yeah. So you Talk started us more shooting this. Yeah,
1: yeah. We want to hear about that. <laughs> so that believe it or not, that was like six months ago, which I'm still trying to wrap my mind around too that it has been six months so this is since this is all happening but tell us more about this six part super eight or just eight millimeter series about witchcraft what what's the concept
0: i think he does 16 millimeter okay that's what he's working on uh i could be wrong um so the first one was just me talking about how i knew i was a witch um we're going to do one with me doing some form of ceremony, reading cards or casting circle. Um, I'm also a teacher, so he wants to do a series where I have a couple of students and me interacting with the students. Um, so there's a there's a few, the The rest, I think we're, get, we're gonna kind of figure them out as we go along, see how comfortable we get, what I'm willing to let out to, to the share. world, so yeah. yeah. Sounds-
2: It's purely a documentary or are you introducing any sort of fictional elements?
0: Uh, I guess it's documentary style, but Dennis style. Like he threw in some heavy (laughs) metal music, you know, so.
1: Dennis style is not not straight for a documentary. So it would be like creative documentary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More like that. So yeah, it's definitely been fun. Um, it hasn't been released yet. So uh, there's this night that goes on at Avant Garde. Um, so we're looking at having it with uh, burlesque, uh, local music, uh, musicians, live art, um, wow, and film. So I'm looking at going with IFCO and setting up a once a month type deal. Uh, we're looking at four different events that might go around the city. So. Yeah, it's something I'm gonna bring to the table. Um, But we're probably gonna use my film because uh, a lot of people have approached are a little nervous about going into a social situation where there would be a crowd and they have to talk about their films, so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. Definitely, so which which film would this be? This isn't, this is a different one from the one that you're making with Dennis or?
0: Uh, Well, I think we're gonna use the one for, with that Dennis made. It's called um, uh, Solitary Eclectic, that's what I am, so.
1: Solitary eclectic. So how did, how did you and Dennis sort of come to the realization that you wanted to make this project together?
0: Um, he saw my film Witches um, at the Asanamka Film Festival. And so we started talking and he's like, is this your belief or is this just imagery to you? And I said, this is my life. I'm, I'm a witch. This is little bits of visual parts of how I see witchcraft. And so we actually started talking about what it is and he really liked how I explained myself, how I spoke. And so he said, I'd love to film you. So it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was last summer. Yeah, so about a year ago. So we kind of got stalled in the whole process, but we're gonna get back on it, yeah
1: so how did how did you come into filmmaking so i did see witches and i did see it at the anishinaabe film festival so Mm -hmm. great it was 16 millimeter black and white beautiful beautiful imagery so how how did you get into filmmaking uh
0: by chance actually (laughs) it's a funny story um so i had an art night with a friend and it didn't work out right so we decided to have a drink at uh the Lafayette. And somebody saw my art and said, you need to meet this woman. This woman needs to see your art. And lo and behold, it was Patrice. (laughs) And she works in film and she says, oh, I'd love to work with you. And I thought she meant in an acting capacity. and I'm like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. I I don't want to do that. So I just, I didn't, I didn't call her back. Uh, Two weeks later, I saw her and she's like, you didn't call me back, I need to work with you. You're a creative person. I like what you bring to the table and I think we could work well together. And so I gave her a call and I signed up for a super eight millimeter workshop and that's where Witches came from.
2: And how how many films have you made since then?
0: Um, I have three in total. And there's a few that I kind of have, I guess you would say conceptually in my mind because I don't Mm -hmm. actually have film and I find that it doesn't translate so well. I have a Nikon D52 uh, and um, an iPhone and a few other digital things, and it's not giving me what I like.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: not the same as film, so I think I, I'm, I'm waiting. Filters, I it just,
2: just don't cut it.
0: <laughs> no, not at all, it's, it's not the same. Uh, yeah, there's something beautiful, beautiful about film you can't capture digitally, so I wanna keep working with it.
2: And do, do you find it's, um, it's different, not only in the, the, the final, you know, outcome, but the process itself? Like the process yes. of shooting and film?
0: Yes, there's some form, it's, there's almost an urgency about it because you have one shot and that's it. Um, And it makes everybody try really hard and everybody's all kind of nervous, but that all kind of comes together in a a good thing, I find, if you're working with the right people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's something about knowing that when you press that button, you can't go back, there's no erasing, there's no, you know, you can't do that 400 times to get the right one. It's it's that one shot and I really like that. It's, yeah, it's kind of like flying by the seat of your pants. I enjoy doing things like that.
1: So what kind of art were you doing? So before you met Patrice and before you phoned her, what kind of art were you doing? Um, Like what was your format? What was your sort of concept, premise?
0: um, Abstract, visual, uh, multimedia, I guess. Not really multimedia. Um, I work a lot um, with cameras. Like I love photographing and modeling, but not, modeling with clothes, modeling art, if that makes sense. There's lots of colors, lots of costumes. Um, I draw a lot. Um, what Patrice saw was my uh, my pen and ink, uh, abstract line drawing, very detailed, um, very tiny. Um, yeah, so I sell them. Uh, I don't really advertise it. It's something I enjoy doing, so people find me and that's that's how I go about doing that, so.
1: Cool, and what do you see as the kind of the relationship between that kind of work that you were doing and also now filmmaking? Like what, what sort of inspires you about both?
0: Um, with abstract art, I like the fact that I'm gonna show you something you've never seen before and film has that same, that same concept. Um, you can turn anything into anything Uh, just as I'm learning with photo shoots. I'm doing a lot of photo shoots lately. Um, My ex-roommate was a burlesque dancer, so I have a lot of really weird, strange costumes and a lot of friends who are willing to get in front of a lens. So I think (laughs) I'm gonna try and bring some of that towards film, uh, make it kind of (laughs) freaky. So this
2: this might sound like a kind of a silly question, but do you find that there's like um, with film the sort of the alchemy of film and witchcraft like do you see sort of a a bit of a I don't know like a, a pull kind of relationship between the two
0: I definitely do I mean there's a reason um, you used to hear old time stories of explorers going into the jungles and natives saying no it's going to take our spirit you know mm-hmm. I also believe too that People capture ghosts, and you can capture energy on film. Um, so I believe that, yeah, there is some some form of a link there. Um, I don't know what it is. The fact that you can capture something that we can't see physically with our eyes, yet a camera can, I find that really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I could go on about that for hours. It's really creepy. So I really please like do. To ask that <laughs> please, <laughs> please go on for it for hours. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, um, there was a set of, I don't know how to say the word, daguerreotypes, Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess it was, people in, I don't know what era this was, they would take pictures with their relatives beside them, dead relatives, and oftentimes, if it was taken at some right moment, which I didn't understand, you could see the spirit of the dead body in some of them, and you can't, you don't do that. You can't do that with digital. It's not the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you don't, doesn't have that creepy element to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't have the. In.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have the same sort of essence of time attached to it, I find with film. You know what I mean? Because it's just like the way you capture it is different. Mm-hmm. Because in the camera you just set, you know, like, you know, I want this sort of like level of sensitivity and just like a couple of presses of buttons, but like if you're going to change film that's like a totally different thing and just the, the, the t- like the amount of time that it takes like from the time that you shoot the thing and you actually see it, sometimes it's a month. And
1: so much it's, can happen it's in the time.
0: It's so scary waiting. Like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Did I even do anything? Right? And Mm -hmm. my first film I did, I think I lost out two minutes, just all black screen. I had amazing, amazing shots, I thought, but I I messed up on the lighting. So I learned a lot with that. (laughs) But that's another thing, like digitally, you can shoot that and play with the lighting and you get it. With film, it's just gone. Yeah, I mean, there's only so far you can process something on film. So I think that's beautiful too. Mm
1: -hmm. And you only have so much control over what you capture. So I kind of like this idea that there's always surprises there or there's something that you can't see that you've, you know, I I think of all these Zoom calls I have and I'm always surprised with what people can see around me, right? Because I'm not focused on that. But that's the lovely thing about film. And, And there's not this instant gratification either, which I find kind of interesting too. Cause you do have to wait and you do have to see what you get. And when you see what you get, then the product is not necessarily what you imagined, but I don't know, sometimes it's, it's more interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like with film, you set things up. I mean, digitally, I mean, how many of us like, look at us, like, look at me I have some nice art back there that you can't actually see, <laughs> but you know, digitally, you don't think about that. But if we were filming right now, you better believe I'd have my best art behind me. I'd be wearing much nicer clothes. I'd have really nice makeup on. I'd have done my hair. So film, it's something to get ready for, you know? It's, it's kind of epic in comparison to digital, I find. I love
2: that. Some, film is something to get ready for.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: For our home <laughs> listeners, everyone on this, in this podcast looks amazing right now. We're perfectly framed. We've all done our hair. Our faces are on. We look amazing. Very, yeah. very Hollywood. All of us.
0: Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, so you know, I I hate to have to ask the question, but we all are are sort of thinking of it. What has COVID, the lockdown, what has it done to your art practice, or how you're thinking about things? Has it done anything? Um, and and sort of how does it, how has it affected what you're working on currently? if at all?
0: Um, I've become very introspective. I'm immune compromised and I've had health issues lately. So that's made me stay inside a lot more, I think, than most people. Um, I'm generally an introverted person, but I had a roommate. So and we got really close really fast and we did a lot of healing. So um, I've never gotten to do that. So I've been looking at life uh, differently. I'm seeing it in a brighter place where I think people are seeing things in a darker place. So I think I want to capture the beauty of um, um, what I've gotten from this is that we're not alone. No matter how alone we are in these little boxes, isolating ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. we're going through the same thing as an entire planet, not just our city or our race or our country. It's like the whole planet. So I think I want to show something brighter. Like I seem to be focused on darkness a lot. You may have noticed with my films. Uh, <laughs> I
1: think Witches, I'm to come witches out this aren't brighter. dark. Yeah, witches aren't no, not dark at all. <laughs> I, I think of care. power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. There we yeah.
0: go. Yeah, so it's made me see a brighter side of life. Um, I also have a friend who had a piano that hasn't been tuned since 1947 that was moved from like England in like the 1800s. And he recorded that and we're looking at adding that as a background to one of the films I'm thinking of making right now. So it's going to, it's still going to have a creepy element, but it's going to have a beautiful sunny side, if that awesome. makes sense. Yeah. So
1: what, what is, so you're working on a film now? What's sort of the plan behind that? Are you, you shooting on film? Is it narrative, uh, is it...
0: Well, I wanted to be in film, so I, I'm kind of setting up shots. And like I said, I lived at the burlesque girls, so I have a lot of really strange costumes, and I think with masks and isolation, um, we could have really beauty and stark contrast, like empty rooms. Like I just had a roommate move out. I have an empty room right now that we could turn into some type of a landscape of some sort, so... I've got ideas. I just need to get my hands on a camera.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, I, the reason why I ask these questions is not just for the podcast, but also just thinking about, I, I like what you said about lightness and darkness too, because I have to admit for me, it's been hard not not sort of seeing darkness or not being able to feel like I can shoot things or make things because I can't quite I can't quite understand what's happening, I guess is part of the thing, you know, like I can't quite understand what I'm representing right now. So I think it's really cool that you have, uh, you, you're, you've seen this sort of connection and the ability to see light and and to try and capture that and to work with the white background and try and create, you know, some sort of story. I think that's, I think that's, uh, it's great. I think people people want to hear that people are making art right now too. I yeah. do. I need to hear it. Maybe nobody else needs to hear it, but I need to hear it.
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of us out there.
1: Yes. Good. Yeah. Whew, I don't know. Cause I'm stuck in my little box here too. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, Mike, Mike Kerr and I Mike are Kerr, actually going yeah. to be doing, Mike Kerr. Yeah. I got to get that right. Mike Kerr. Um, he has a Holga. Yes. Holga Newton. This is, um, instagram but we're going to do a photo shoot as well and that's film so we're looking looking forward to that well uh, probably he has and some
1: talking to mike too <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah tell him i mentioned him <laughs> yeah but yeah i'm looking <laughs> forward do. to that because he's got a he's got an interesting creative vision i really like his films they're uh, they're different
1: mm-hmm. they're funny yeah. he's yeah mike is great we've got a great we've got a great community of independent filmmakers here who are Yeah. Yeah, Stoked about 8 and 16 millimeter film. It's Pretty awesome. Totally. So are you you watching anything? Are you into anything right now that other people should be checking out that's sort of buoying you through this whole experience through your creative process?
0: Um, I'm a horror girl. Um, Actually a film I want to watch is Blood Quantum. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Just Barnaby's film. And yeah, it's uh it's like all Indigenous cast. Um, it's it's on my to watch list. Um, so yeah, I just kind um, I kind of want to have a party, but you know we can't do that anymore. So I might do one of these <laughs> Zoom things and do that, send everybody a link. But yeah, I'm def- I'm definitely down to watch that one. I just found out about it last week, so. All right.
2: I do have like a non-film related question, just more about witchcraft. So you mentioned that you teach, like how? how,
1: how, (laughs) Teach us us to be witches. Teach (laughs) us to be witches. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so it's mostly, um, I don't know. These girls, they find me. um, They're told they're crazy because they see or they feel things differently. And then they find me and I'm like, oh, you're not crazy. Tell me what you're feeling. What are you hearing? What is, okay, what's, you feel energy. That's what you're telling me that you feel anger from people. So I, I, generally they show some form of a power that they can't control, that they are shunned for. And so I help them to accept that. And by doing that, I teach them how to ground, how to center, uh, how to be proud of themselves, how to be strong women. Um, and by finding themselves then they're able to become the witches that they are and accept that part of them. So Mm. I teach them about energy. Some of them do tarot. A lot of them feel um, energy in houses. Some of them deal with ghosts. Some of them, I don't know, they're really good at healing. There's so many talents out there.
2: So it's kind of more like like a mentorship kind of. Like it's not like you you have classes where people show up and you. it's more like... uh, people seek you out or you find them and then you provide them guidance?
0: Well, I take on four students a year. I used to take on more, but I found that uh, people work better when I work with them individually. It's really Mm -hmm. hard to show somebody how to make an energy ball when you have to do it with four people and then those Mm -hmm. other three people have to sit there and watch. So I take, well, this year it's just been one. (laughs) Uh, Usually it's about four and I kind of stagger them. Um, They come over, we eat, we talk, I teach um, that I make him practice. And yeah. How long have you been doing this? Forever.
1: How long have you been doing this or when did you uh, f- figure out that teaching? this was your calling or your vocation? Um, I should show you the movie I was in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you, we won't spoil yeah. the movie. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, just,
0: yeah. Um, I think I started teaching, um, after my, uh, my daughter moved out cause then I had nobody else to teach. And I believe it's something that needs to be shared. I mean, uh, a lot of women hide a lot of things about themselves, where they're very intuitive, or they get feelings, or they, and they're told, "Don't be like that." Um, and I believe that me being like that uh, needs to be shared. It's a beautiful feeling. So, once my daughter was Agreed. gone, I had to share it, you know. And she's—I've—I've I've had some older witches join me (laughs) it's not just young girls lately it just happens to be young girls mostly because i'm not speaking with my daughter so much and teaching her so Mm -hmm. yeah it's about six years i'd say i've really been doing this cool yeah like officially i guess but i've been teaching a lot longer it's when somebody said you got to start like making classes um so yeah i'm starting to write books and stuff about it so that i can start handing them out
1: it's amazing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
2: uh, before Zoom cuts us off, um, mm-hmm. where can people find your stuff if they are interested in your films or any of the other art that you make?
0: Um, you can go to uh, Crimson Willow on Instagram, and there's a link to my YouTube at the top of my, um, top of my channel, and it's got tiny little previews of my films, so uh, yeah, click on the link and you'll find my stuff there. Awesome. Thank you, Nina.